Good morning, ladies. This is a new series. I am so excited. We are in for a treat on this series. It is Transform Body, Soul, Spirit. We're talking about every aspect of life and how transformation happens. You know, when we transform our bodies, we are fit to do the work of God, and it is so important that we get in good health. And I know from my personal journey that I'll share along this series, getting in shape and getting in good health is it's vital. It's going to save my life. And so I have a number of amazing, powerhouse, strong women lined up for this series. And with us today is one of those very women. <laughs> hey, Miss Ruby, how are you? I'm fine. Terrific. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it is such a pleasure and such an honor to have you. You are a staple in the industry. You are an icon, but you are also a mentor. You're a motivator. And so if you could, every I have all of my guests do this. Would you please say good morning to all the ladies? Say good morning. Good morning, everyone. It's a pleasure being able to speak to you guys and to let you know my transformation in my journey. We are so delighted because, you know, there's wisdom, there's experience, there's, I, you know, when I talk to you, Ms. Ruby, or when you talk to me, rather, I feel like you're like a second mom and you're just encouraging mm-hmm. me because you know what's best. You have been there, you've seen it, you've done it, and you just want to see me thrive. And I, that's what we want for all of our listeners. We want to see them thriving. So I'm going to open up in prayer so that we could just set the stage, set the platform, and then we're going to talk about transformation. Is that okay? Sounds good to me. Awesome. Well, God, you're so amazing. You're so wonderful. You're so faithful to us. And God, it is your design and your plan that we would be in good health. That is actually what your word says, that you wish for us to be in good health and to prosper. And so I just pray, God, that everyone listening, if they're on a health journey, if they're having trouble in their health, if they've been diagnosed with sickness, or if they're just feeling discouraged as they're going along this journey, I pray that they would truly be encouraged. And God, I thank you that there is healing for those who would believe that you can heal. And you give us the tools, God, to heal our bodies, to get well, to get healthy. And so I bless Miss Ruby. I bless her business. I bless her everything that she does. I thank you, God, that it would prosper. In Jesus' mighty name, bless this conversation and every listener. Amen. Amen. Well, Miss Ruby, we met probably now, I want to say, over five years ago at yes. a competition yes. in South Florida with my friend Cassandra. <laughs> yeah. That really yeah. travel, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it? I, yeah. I looked at you. All I remember is looking at you. I had seen your picture pop up on social media beforehand. <laughs> and when I saw you, it was like, oh, celebrity, like she's amazing. Like, oh my gosh, she's right here in front of me. <laughs> and um, you were so humble and so sweet. And I just was hoping that you would take a picture. And I still have that, that photo that I'm, I'm probably going to post it when I start to post your interview coming up. And um you know, you are up on stage looking amazing. You look amazing, Miss Ruby. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can you tell us, and I know everybody wants to know, how is it that you look so amazing at what age now? What is your age, Miss Ruby? You know, it's September 4th. <clears throat> I'll be 17. Other words, <laughs> 71. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. I love yeah. it. 17, 71, you have 
you have a body that's better than most 17-year-olds. Miss Ruby, you're truly, <laughs> truly an inspiration. So I, I'm so thankful you came on this line today to talk to us about transformation. Give us a little background for those who don't know you that well that will get to know you for the first time. What, what's kind of the backstory before you got into fitness? Well, you know what? Uh, to be honest, I was, uh, when I was a kid, I always was amazed of how the body functioned. You know, just being just a little kid, I, I used to wonder how my toes can move without, you know, just thinking about it, making them move my fingers. And then what? Then another thing that amazed me was the thing that I was told that a, you're a girl. A girl, your girl can't do that. You can't climb trees. You can't do this. You can't. Because I raised around a bunch of boys. And we had other girls, too. But I was the oldest granddaughter. And I was, and I was the shortest one, the smallest one. And uh, to make a long story short, that kind of stuff. And, well, let me tell you about it. Not only that, I was brought up where what we call organic food. I was brought up in that kind of environment, too. Where everything was grown, my grandfather raised everything. So being around natural food or God-given food, and knowing the function of a body, how my body works, and not letting somebody tell me what I cannot do, because God gave me the power to do whatever that He made my body to do. It's it's up to me to use those uh, skills and those functions to make my body do what they say I couldn't do. So uh, during that time, I was learning to to be physical, as physical as I wanted to be, but it took work to do that. I used to could run just as fast. I couldn't run as fast as the guys, the, the, the boys in my family, but I learned that if I kept pushing myself, I could. Learning to love food, like fruits and vegetables, I learned to love that. Then I want to be a doctor. That was another thing I wanted to do because I was fascinated with that. But then uh, growing up on, uh, it was in the country, in Mississippi. Uh, I was there from the age, from first until I was 14. But the th- uh, eight, not 14, eight. Uh, watching my family uh, having high blood pressure, diabetes, heart attacks, strokes, and all the different things. And for some reason, we felt that there was a, well, I was brought up to believe that that's the way the family supposed to do, live and eat and die from those mm. those ailments. But uh, as I grew, I kept reading and learning more about the body and how it functions. And, and remember, they had the pyramid about food. These are food you're supposed to eat. Mm-hmm. And I was fascinated with that, too. And I, as a kid, I tried to do that. And as a young woman, I tried to do that. But I kept educating myself more about the body, more about food, more about how my the the anatomy of my body and how it works. And later in life, I learned they said I had heart condition. That's something my heart used to just run away. But uh, mm-hmm. and the doctor tried to put me on some medication, but I, they gave me about four different type of. Uh, gave me the stress test, the 2D echo, and wearing a heart monitor, the whole nine yards. And one thing that really um, kind of put me um, to find out exactly what was going on with my body. First of all, I'm going to say that the doctor was giving me medication. They gave me some medication. And let's not tell any person out there, 
You know your body better than anybody. Pay attention. Listen to your body. I'm not saying ignore the doctor, but the doctor only can, can diagnose and feel and know and uh, try to find out what's going on with you about what you tell them is going on with you. You have to tell mm-hmm. him. And even if they give you medication, you should know whether that medication is working for your body. And don't yeah. let anybody tell you, let it. Uh, you have to get used to it. Your body has to get used to it because it changes the function of your body. And that's what happened to me. They gave me some, she gave me some medication. And it was the nitroglycerin was the first thing that she gave me because uh, it's supposed to be getting a heart rate to beat properly. But when I take it, it's supposed to put it on your tongue. It gave me such a headache. And I wouldn't take it anymore. So then she gave me another kind of medication to take. I'm supposed to take it, I think, twice a day. I took that first pill, and my heart felt like it was going to run out of my chest. And I refused to take it anymore. So I I called her, and I told her, I said, I couldn't take the medicine. Nothing hit my heart. She said, how many doses you took? I said, one. She said, well, you got to take more. I said, no, I'm not taking it. Because I knew whatever was going on with my heart, it wasn't. This made it worse. So what I did, she brought me back in. She prescribed another. And every time I paid close attention, what I did, I would lay down and meditate and just relax. Pay attention to how my heart rate do. And then I would take the medication. And that's what I did. And I learned that every time I took something, it changed the rhythm of my heart rate. Mm, wow. And I continued to do this. And we went through this for a whole series. And my doctor was saying, Ruth, you scared me. I said, no, you scared me. I'm not going to. She said, well, you got to let it work. I said, no, I'm not. I'm not taking some because it changes the way I feel normal. It, it makes me feel different. And, and I knew if I continued to take this stuff, that it was going to mess me up. So we went through a series of other tests. And finally, what the, uh, they decided to give me an uh, angiogram. And I went into the hospital. They gave me this angiogram. They didn't put me all the way under, but nothing. So I could see the heart monitor when they put this. They put like a, it's like a camera into your groins. And it goes up mm-hmm. into your arteries in your heart. And I could actually see my heart pumping and everything. And everything that was going on with me, with that heart, I actually could see it. Wow. But to make a long story short, when we finished and I stayed there overnight, yeah, because I couldn't move because you know the uh, you could bleed yet make sure that the blood start clogging. But anyway, when I talked to that specialist, everything they said was going on with me. I didn't have to take no medication. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It, I was under a lot of stress and some other things. My some of my valves and arteries are smaller than some. Sometimes if I overly stress and if I don't take the right amount of oxygen in, it causes my heart to flutter. Mm-hmm. So that's something I learned to do. I learned that. And this is what I'm saying. I took charge of my life and that was like 35 years ago. Wow. And I was just thinking if I had been doing this, taking the medication, I would have been dead a long time ago. I feel that I would. You're right. You're right. Ms. And Ruby. then another thing I learned to change uh, and I was eating pretty good then. I learned to do even more. I've learned to eat right. Pay attention to what I eat. Pay attention to, and I don't care what anybody say. You are in charge of your life. You should know how you feel. I'm not saying not to ignore your doctor, but you have to, if you go to a doctor and he tell you how you feel, you have to tell him how you feel. And if you don't understand, make him understand. 
look, no doctor, this is what I feel. Because like what they say, they practice medicine. They can't go inside of your body and tell you how they are testing, trying mm-hmm. to find the right antidote for you. So yes. you have to be the one to judge it. But not outside of that, learn to eat right. Don't let anybody say because diabetes and high blood pressure and cancer and all this stuff run in your body, in your, down your gene. It doesn't. It starts from the lifestyle. It starts from the way you were brought up, your heritage. If you used to eat in a certain way, my grandmother, peach cobbler, is the best peach cobbler. She made the best coconut cake and all of this stuff and the ham and all this stuff and the collard greens with the, with the pig feet and the ham hocks and all that kind of all stuff. All right, Miss you Ruby, have to. hungry. On- <laughs> <laughs> but the thing of it is, we have to learn. You can still eat that soul food or study the Italian food or whatever you eat or Mexican food, whatever it is. But you have to kind of change a little bit of it. Do the healthy version. You still can eat some of those things because, like, we eat a lot of vegetables, but we overcook them, put too much oil, too much salt, too much sugar, because that's what we are accustomed to. Right. But you can change your, your taste, but you can change that. So this is one thing. Pay attention to what you eat, how you put in your food. Read your labels. Don't let anybody tell you that. Just like like Jello, Jello is full of food coloring. And some people say, "Well, I don't eat pork. I don't eat pork bacon. I eat turkey bacon." That is not bacon. But they, it, those are scraps and stuff that's molded. It molded with flavor and the taste like that. Then once they mold it, they slice it like it's bacon. Those are you look at look at the label and see what all in there. The thing of them saying you have to be as healthy as you can possibly. There are certain things we cannot, we have no control over. Maybe the air, because we, it's well polluted. There are certain right. things you have no control over, but what you put into your body is up to you. It's up to you. And then don't just eat right, but you got to get up and move. You may not be a bodybuilder like me, but the thing of it is, get your butt up and move. Have you ever sit someplace or you travel and you sit for a long length of time, you get up, you Stiff. That's telling yes. you something. If you can sit and drive and get stiff, you think about you don't you sit for the next fifteen, twenty, or thirty, or forty years and don't do anything. You can't even stand up right. And then, you know what? And I'll tell you something else. Pay attention to you can go into a store and just look at people's shopping cart and then look down at your your own shopping cart. What do you have in there? What do you have in that shopping cart? You know? That's the thing. Sodas and all those different things that you're putting in your body, you have to be careful. Just try to try to prolong your life as long as you can. God gave us this body, and it's only up to you, you alone, to take charge of it. He gave us everything that we need to put in there. It doesn't make a difference what man made. He cannot make what God made. It's just like uh, I have a Jeep and also have a Mercedes. I would not put regular gas in my Mercedes. You know mm. why? Because it's not made that That's way. good. That's good. And it's the same thing. God made our body. Man cannot make natural food for us. I don't care how they say it. I don't care what they say. They modify everything. And you have to be the one to put the right thing because that's why the body don't function right. We have clogged arteries and all the other things. And also another thing, watch what you put on your skin. The lotions and the, the colognes and all that kind of stuff. That stuff soaks into your body too. And your deodorant, hair products. 
all that stuff. Even the lipstick that we put on our lips. You just have mm-hmm. to pay attention. Look and read. And as far as moving, get up and and move. Don't just say, I went for We went walking. You're strolling. Get that heart rate going. <laughs> Come on, Miss Ruby. You have to do that. And you don't have to lift heavy, but lift something. You know, walk. Walk. Make the heart rate walk. Give yourself. Don't say you walk 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And then heard you do an hour. Even if you're in the mall shopping, walk, walk, and make the heart rate move. And if you have arthritis, your knees hurt or swelling, oh, God, it hurts so bad. Move. Because the more you nurse it, the worse it's going to get. You have to get up and move. I'm oh, 71, and I try to take care of me. And I love my family. I love my husband. I love my children. I love my grandchildren. And I love you, Candace, and all you ladies out there. But you know who I love the most? Me. Me. Because you know what? Can nobody take care of me like me? So I have to be the one. I'm telling you guys, look at yourself. Take care of you. Take care of you. You So if something happened to me, I know my family is going to take care of me. They get out of you. you, As long as you can take care of you, you do it. Do what you can to stay alive and healthy and enjoy life. Enjoy life. Every day. And, you know, one of, I'm sorry. What do you think? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. One other thing, you know, um, people want to know, you know, they try to hide the age. That's something I know we're talking about what they, but God has given us, he gave me, will be 71, September 4th, and I hope I can do it if I live to be 71. And I, I'm not, you know, some people, you ask or you say something about the age. And why are you going to lie right about here. what God done bless you with? God bless you with that time. And you're going to lie say you, you, I'm 70. And I'll be 71 September. I'm telling people I'm 65, I'm 59. No, I'm still in what he had blessed me with. Every right. day that I'm alive, I'm thankful. Every second, I'm thankful. And yes. I'm trying to do everything that I have to do to stay here. And not only that, my passion is um, health and fitness. I can give you a dollar or five dollars or ten dollars. You can spend that. But this, I'm telling you, it's something that can prolong your life and help you give you a day or a second longer to live. And you can pass it off to somebody else. So if you can help somebody to stay alive, what you're doing, Kentis, showing them the things that you have done or how you went through that battle with cancer and now you're giving back. Each one of mm-hmm. you out there, something that you can give to men or another person, give it. Because God wants us to do that. You know, we're supposed to, so we're supposed to spread that love. We're supposed to spread it. And love is not giving you money or a pair of shoes. Something that can prolong your life, that help you bring some joy to your life and to your family. So when I close my eyes, I hope that you guys remember me. Because you know what? I want to be able to leave my footprint somewhere so people can follow my path. Well, that's what Miss Ruby did. And she said this. And then don't just do what I said or done. Add on. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's my transformation. And wow, that's me. Wow, I, you know, I I feel like you just spoke the whole last year and a half of my life, where it's been realizing that I wasn't loving me first. I love how you just said you love you most of all because you're the only yeah. one who will love you to that yeah. that extent. I was not loving myself. I wasn't taking care of my health not working out and not eating right. It was just really all about coming into the office and working and eating whatever was around 
whatever I could reach for and not moving. So everything you said is now kind of what I'm being, I'm, I'm awake now. And I, mm-hmm. I went through that journey and I believe God works all those things together to, to push us towards our purpose. Not that I necessarily had to walk through that, but since I did now, now he can use it for his glory and to help someone else. And I am going to be tracking my fitness uh, journey through this series and I'm going to be documenting it and getting help from people like you and other amazing women. And so I, I think what I need to do, especially with this, this interview, Miss Ruby is list out some of the key points that you brought up on this call, because sometimes people just need those practical steps. You said, get up and get moving. I mean, <laughs> how simple we, we overcomplicate it because there's so the industry is just flooding us with information. You have to eat this way. There's a keto diet. There's this diet. There's this workout. But you know what? Can I say this? I hate to interrupt, but can I say this? A lot of it is fad. It's just just something. People make money off of those different types of diets. And they tell you about the the keto diet. You eat all those meats and all that stuff. That stuff is not healthy. You you eat what you plant-based and, you know, you eat a certain amount of protein, which could be fish, chicken, turkey, or even beef. And you even can eat pork, but it got to be the leanest part and preparing it the proper way. But you, you, you know, more plant-based and stay away from uh, refined sugars and artificial stuff and flavor because they enhance everything. Try to do it as much as naturally as you possibly can. Bake, boil, or grill. Fried is not good. You know, and, and people kill me when they say moderation. I'm going to say this. If a person is a crackhead and they stop using crack or drugs, can they do that in moderation? No, ma'am. Okay. Things that you do, and the same thing you have people with diabetes and high blood pressure. Oh, she have a little piece of this pie. It ain't going to hurt. She took an insulin. But any medication that you've taken, more likely is for until you learn to modify Mm. your lifestyle. It, it's not a fix because if you continue to take it, it's going to tear down yeah. and break down something else. I remember so, you said that to me um, last time we talked. You said moderation. You said, I don't believe any of that. There's nothing in moderation. And that really shook me because that is the excuse that we tell ourselves when we are not wanting to get out of our comfort zone, when it's making us uncomfortable, when we're hungry and when there's, you know, we, we just make excuses. It's really just an mm-hmm. excuse. And I did that for so many years. But, oh, this and that in moderation. But I've seen my, my own family members, Miss Ruby, who have diabetes say to themselves, or we would be at a party and I would see someone say, oh, I can have a little bit of cake, knowing that they were, they had severe diabetes and mm-hmm. That was maybe 15, 20 years ago. Or, well, growing up, I saw it all my life. And now, fast forward to some of these people are in their 70s and 80s and having to be have toes amputated. They are um, they can barely walk. They're losing their eyesight. And so the moderation kills us. The moderation. But you know what? You're absolutely right because the same thing happened to me. I got I had my sister. I had a sister to die from diabetes. She lost her legs. First, she lost her kidney. And she was getting ready to go on dialysis. And they were saying that if she got a, a donor and then she found out her grandson was compared, was compatible for her. And everybody was all happy about it. And I talked to that kid. I said, don't give her your kidney. 
And he said, why? I said, because she, she, she's my boy. She didn't take care of hers. So don't mm. let her. And you know what? My sister got mad with me. And I talked about her. I said, don't do it. Don't do it. And you know what? They put her on the dialysis. And you know what? She kept drinking sodas. She lost her mm. leg. And she kept drinking soda. And I was telling her, I said, why are you drinking those soda? But the doctor said, I can, you know, as long as it's clear. And 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 moms would eat ice chips. I said, well, you need to get rid of that doctor. But wow. you know what? She ended up dying. Not only her, I've seen so many in my family have did the same thing. It's with high blood pressures and all this other stuff. And and it really gets me when I see people, and, and I hope you ladies hear me out there. If you have a health issue and you know what those issues are, and you're still doing stupid stuff that you know that you shouldn't be doing, and you say in moderation, that's crazy. Why do you yeah. do it? You already know there's no such thing as moderation. You already know your limit. You already know you're not supposed to do it. So you know you got those health issues. Why take a risk? Right. And one other thing, I've seen people go in the hospital and they go with those health issues and the doctor get them back. They lay there and they pull the tubes out and now they begin to breathe a little bit and, and sit up. And you call, how you doing? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good today. They took the oxygen tank away from me today. And then the next day, oh, girl, I'm up. They got me up walking. Really? And then they say, girl, I can't wait to get out of here. Uh, you coming here? Girl, I'm sick of this hospital food. Bring me something to eat. I'm sick of this. I can't wait till I get home so I can get something to eat. Now you're ready to go right back to the same thing that the hospital got you back. Right. Where you need to be, now you're trying to fall back into the same thing. All of us right. have family members that do it all the time. But we shouldn't do that. Some of us are Lifestyle. those family members that are listening. Some of us are those people who go right back to the old. And I Same felt even thing. myself slipping. When, when I got back to work, I noticed that because I wasn't prepping, because I wasn't doing things in advance, I was starting to slip. Oh, I could just go downstairs and, and to the, uh, the place where we buy food and just grab this or grab that. And mm-hmm. so that's why this series for me is, is it's my accountability. I, I need the listeners, I need my friends, I need you, Miss Ruby, cheering me on as I hold myself accountable first. But I want to display this because I myself slip back into old habits and I just walk through cancer. So this is necessary for me to save my own life. And I just want to say to you, this has been, I know the listeners are getting some amazing revelation out of this and some truth, some hard truth, because you don't mince words, Miss Ruby, and that's why I love you. <laughs> but Thank you. As, Thank you. As we close out, I am going to close this in prayer, but I, I wanted to ask you for one or two practical steps because we love to give our listeners practical advice. If I'm a woman today, I'm listening to this podcast and I'm saying, man, I'm overweight. I keep starting and stopping. I can't seem to, to, to get over that inconsistency. Miss Ruby, mm-hmm. what can I do? What would you say to that woman? I would tell her for one thing in uh, don't listen to all those fasting and all this stuff about um, all those quick diets and trying to quick fix. Lifestyle is a habit. You have to form those habits. And that it's just like going to school to be educated or you got your kids. You're getting your children get ready to go to school or uh, train them. You have to you have to plan for it. If you plan on doing the right thing or, and changing your lifestyle, and you didn't want to lose your weight. It's not losing weight. It's changing the lifestyle. That lifestyle is means you eating right, and like I said, getting up and moving. 
And that means putting the right food in your refrigerator, in your cabinets. And like I said before, read your labels. And some people say it takes a lot. No, I don't. Once you learn, uh, walk up and down the aisle, pick and choose the food that you read your labels. Mm-hmm. Your seasoning, learn how to season your food the right way. Uh, and it's going to take time for you to change the way you eat in your taste bud. But we are creatures by habit. We can change anything if we want. If you want it bad enough, you can do it. Make sure you drink your water. Put the sodas out. And forget about those juices. Because those juices, too, in one, they said they had added vitamin D, vitamin C in there. That's some man to put in. God didn't put that in there. You look, read the labels, because they got food coloring and all this stuff on it, too. Learn to eat as much whole food as you possibly can. And, and and even your chicken and fish, read the labels on there too because they have growth hormones on there too as well. But just learn how to eat, not just for you, but more like the women are the captain of the ship. And your family eats what you bring in, what you prepare. So mm. learn how to do that and get up and move. And if you want some tips on how to eat, uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Uh, Ruby Carter Pipes. You can ask me and I'll shoot some things to you guys. Just some tips on some of the food. Yeah. On what you need to eat and getting up and moving. Oh, you know, change the way you look. Wow. Ladies, we heard it. We are the captain of our home, at least the nutritional captain for that, for that matter. And what we get, what we bring into our homes, that's what our families are going to be using for nutrition. So I am so thankful for this because it really kicked my butt. Sometimes we need, you know, the encouraging encouraging word, the soft word, but sometimes we need somebody to just kick us in the butt and say, look, <laughs> and I feel like you did both today because you, we know yeah. you do it out of love. So I want to re- repeat that. That's a good way to kind of close us out. They can find you on Instagram at Ruby Carter Pikes, and I'll post this on my website. They can also find you on Facebook at Ruby Carter Pikes as well. Yeah. They can, if they want, they can just go through my messenger if they want to ask some questions or some tips. I, I don't mind giving it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to have to reach out to you throughout this month, Ms. Ruby, and, and I want mm-hmm. you to be looking at my progress, and I'll definitely be reaching out to you. And if you have any programs or anything that you offer as a service, I would love to post those for our listeners too. I don't know if you do any consulting, but we definitely want to get um, and yeah, support your business as well. Okay. But using my workouts, I usually post my workouts. And if you guys want to, I can, if you want me to modify and make something simpler, I can do that too. Even though I'm doing a lot of a little bit of crazy stuff, I really tell you exactly what I'm doing. And um, yeah. you can kind of follow that. What an inspiration you are, Ms. Ruby, truly, and all the way on the West Coast. I can't wait to go out to the West Coast now that my surgeries are done and I can visit. You can come visit me anytime, girl, anytime. I need to. I need to, and I will. And I am going to close us out. Please know that for all the listeners, the the ladies and gentlemen that are listening, I'm going to post Ms. Ruby's contact information and where you can find her on social media on our website. And I'm just going to continue to pray that you will be an inspiration to for many, many years to come. And so let's close yeah, that in thank prayer. You. Okay. God, I thank you. You're you're just so faithful. You're so good. And sometimes, Lord, we need an on time right now 
word that will kick us in and jumpstart us and kick us in the butt to move in the right direction, but it's all so that we can live and live according to your purpose to fulfill the very destiny that you have for our lives. So we bless Miss Ruby and her family and her business and all the young ladies and men and the women that she is inspiring every day. Continue to prosper her in every way, God, and bless our listeners today. In Jesus' name, amen. Miss Ruby, thank you for being my guest. And I know that you'll be back. We're going to have to have you as a, as a uh, guest expert. And we'll be doing some videos together, too, some, some Facebook Lives I think everyone will enjoy. We love you, Miss Ruby. Thank you so much for joining us, for everyone listening. Thank you for tuning in to Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. Until next time, be blessed. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>